Welcome back. Myself and the Skipper here again. You might be hearing this a bit early because couldn't. We're gonna do it on Friday, like the usual spot. But myself, I'll be at I'll be trackside at Wong for one Gold Cup day, getting pretty loose. So very unlikely I'd be at any state to be able to do this tomorrow. So thankfully the Skip was able to jump on today. How are we feeling? Yeah, good mate. Good. Uh, good last week. So pretty happy with how that went. But uh, be interesting to see how this week goes. Another great day of racing. How'd you go last week overall? Win up about even. Uh, good win actually. Uh, got a nice handy trifecta, which always helps. And uh, shooting for gold at good odds. So yeah, always good to see. Shooting for gold was a good bet. I'm not gonna lie. Very it came. It got smashed in two. I think you said it was about sixteens or something. You tipped it at. Yeah, I tipped it at about 19s, I think, so I wish I kind of got it on it at that price, but yeah, unfortunately, I was one of those punters who uh, didn't get on before, and uh, yeah, got smashed in, so I got it about, I still got about 950 for it, which is, you take that any day of the week, so. Winner's a winner, that's all we need. Hopefully, a few this week, but it's a tricky day, but we'll see how we go, but might as well jump straight in, we'll start with the valley. It's a soft six at the moment. There's a bit of rain around. I don't know. I don't think it'll get into a heavy, but so I'm, I expected a soft five into the good range. We're going to do race five and six. The sort of main features that oh, it's one of the features is race four, but it's only a six horse field. And to be fair, it's not that crash hot. Mister Brightside's the short price favourite and probably wins. Maybe the second price. Uh, Earlswood, I think. Couple boys like that, but it's not a crash hot field. So we thought we'd skip that. Move straight on to race five. The group two McEwen stakes over a thousand. Wait for age race. And it is another small field. I think there's about seven. But it's a little bit more interesting with a ton of early speed, I should say. And I think the market's pretty not too bad to play into. Would you like to kick us off, Skip? Or you? Yeah, I'll kick us off. What do you got? So my first play, nice and simple. I've gone 50 on the favourite, Cooling Gatter. It's a classy horse. Unfortunately, it didn't win for me in the Golden Slipper, but it ran a third, which wasn't too bad on a pretty tough track as well as when we had all that rain. It's first up, so I've gone 50 on that. And another one I like in this race is away game. Ooh. Craig Williams on board. It's never really, never really tends to win, but it's always there and abouts. And the way Snap Dancer ran last week and recent starts away game has come second to snap dancer a few times and it did have a trial with it the other week and come second as well so hopefully that can run a good race for me and yeah i'm having 50 on that one too at eight dollars there you go the favorite and away game well i've got two as well but two completely different ones so this will make the surely we say it every week and i don't think it ever happens but surely we've got to back the winner one of us <laughs> so yeah i've got First one, who's sort of my main player, I'm leaning more his side. I'm going Rothfire. He gave a good side in the Stratty last start from the wide draw when he was third, beaten two and three quarters of the length. He's three from three at the distance. He's first up where he's four wins from six starts. And he should, like small field, I expect him to cross. Oh, he's barrier four, sorry, so he should lead. But there is a, t- a few speedsters in it. And then the other one, who's a barrier inside of him, who I'm having... Then little sneaky play on his zoo style. He's also solid at the troop. He's three wins and a placing from five. And also first up, five wins and a placing from eight. And I'm just hoping one of these two, I expect them two to be one two in the speed, unless in the Congo or Samillion sort of pushes right up from the wide draws, which they might. But hopefully the Rough Five zoo style can kick clear at the top of the straight and hold off your boy Kulangata. Or even the Inferno last year. He won this race. And he does love to come home, but he's a bit—he's a at fifteen dollars, which I was very surprised at. 
But there's my two. So I'm going 60 Rothfire, 40 Zoo style. But yeah, I d don't disagree. The favourite does look good. Jamie Carr almost slayed me, but just couldn't do it. Yeah, it looks like a pretty tough day not to back favourites in some races too. Yeah, I know. It's very tough. Move on to race six. It's listed Atlantic Jewel Stakes over 1,200. How are you playing the race? Um, on Mini Valley race six, I've gone with... I've actually just gone sort of one, one bet here. And it's a bit out of the ordinary too. So I've just gone a fifty dollar each way bet on Nana Gooey. Jamie Carr on board. It has drew a wide barrier, but it did run really well last start, and I think it had a pretty average run too. So and it got the job done. So I'm sort of going off that form. Uh, before last start, I had a spell, and then it was second, second, second. So it's. Um, Definitely got potential, so I'm hoping that one can get over the line for me. And yeah, fifty dollars each way, which it's paying eleven dollars to win in a three thirty to place. So mate, either of them would be nice. Mate, the double Jamie Carr attack, eh? Not bad. Yeah, yeah I was cash out the bar. Hundred eh? <laughs> percent. I was thinking him as well, but I just, I just couldn't. The wide draw put me off. Jamie Carr almost sold me, but I just couldn't do it with the wide draw. But mate, nice to see that you're on her. On her. But myself, I'm going. He got me the boot. She got me the cash last start, so I'm sticking with her again. It's Troach, the Godolphin. I think it's the third third favorite still. Yeah, still third favorite. It was honest last start in the Rosebud. Stuck on for third, beaten one and a quarter. One and a quarter lengths. Willow jumps on here, and he's flying this season. Draws to get a gun run with the key rivals, probably crossing from outside of her. And look, I just think she'll run top three at least. So I'm playing her each way. 40 the win, 60 the place. Nice and easy there. A couple of each way bets from us two here. Hopefully, maybe a nice one-two finish would be nice there. One of us win, one of us run a second or third. Or even a third would be huge. Yeah, that would be very handy. Like you said, a pretty tough race to pick really. But uh, especially at Mini Valley, you never know what you're going to get. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens. I said I was playing a lot of, doing the form, I was playing a lot of on-pace runners, but... Just like you always find there's one who just comes from the tail and it always just stuffs it over. It's absolutely no good. But we move on up to Ramwick. It looks, it's a soft track at the moment and it probably will stay there. It looks like there's a bit of rain coming over the next couple of days. I didn't think, I don't think it'll get into a heavy, but wouldn't surprise me. So I said, made form tricky for both the tracks this weekend. We might as well. We'll start in race five. The Group Three Concord over a thousand. It's sort of the lead, one of the lead into the Everest, which is about month and a half's time now. So since the Everest has come into existence, 2019 is the only year the cork, the winner of this race has not won or placed in the Everest. A good form reference coming towards the Big Dance in about a month and a half. I'll kick us off, and I'm I got a th I got three bets going on here. Little was sort of tossing and turning. First up, I got Zapatea, who I think you might also like. Has the fitness edge with the one run already under his belt, which is a, a dominant win in, of the Group Three Toy Show quality. Uh, this is a step up in grade, but he does still have a bit of upside about him. He's only missed the top two once in nine starts. I would have liked to play him each way, but 240 is probably touch short for me, so I'm going to have a, another little win bet on Malkovich. He's trying the house down, always does. I think he's undefeated in trials. And Bourne Baker, the trainer, has said he's going better than ever. He loves the distance, four wins, three placings from eight. He will be on speed alongside the fave, Eduardo, who will be my third and final selection in my little box Quinella I've got. So I'm going 40 on Malkovich, 30 on Zapatea, and then $30 box Quinella on one, four, and seven. 
What do you got? Are you all in Eduardo or are you going Zapatea a little bit there? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually all in on Eduardo. It's my best bet of the day too. Nice and early. Hopefully, well, it's paying $2 at the moment. So I just I can't see this thing losing. It's such a quality horse. It really only ever gets beaten by Nature Strip. That's pretty much about it. We know how good Nature Strip is. So, yeah, I'm pretty keen on that. First up, but still I think I will be too good. Especially in Nature Strip, not in the race, and normally does its best work. So yeah, that's my best bet of the day as well. Ooh, best bet of the day. Then he's launched early. He's in some form, and he's got the best bet. We'll go on to race six, Group Two, Furious Stakes over twelve hundred. It's a three-year-old filly's race, and it's a pretty handy field in my opinion. Go on, what do you got, Skip? I'll let you take over. Righto. So my first bet is thirty dollars for a win on Willinga Beast. Ran a couple of weeks ago, and it ran it's pretty average too, so I'm giving her a bit of a second chance here. Um, and then my other play is $70 on In Secret, another sort of one that ran well. Probably not good enough. It was a short place price favourite as well last time, so I'm sort of going off previous form before that, and hopefully this will go close again, if not go better. So, yeah, $70 on In Secret um, and $30 on Willinga Beast, the two blue I was going to Cornella him up, but I'm happy just to take a win from one of those two. Yeah, I said I do, yeah. I had I have In Secret in as well. It wasn't even... It sort of had a bit of a luckless run last start. got held up at times. It may it probably wins, but I can't definitely say that. And honestly, I would be all in on her, all 100, but I'm just concerned about the wide draw, where she goes. She probably goes back now. J-Mac may. He's a wizard. He may try and sneak in there. But at the price, I'm only going 40 on there as a bit of a saviour, just in case he does win, or she wins, sorry. But my main play is $60 on Paris Dior. I like both her trials, in particular her first, which was against a couple horses that you're familiar with, Kabu and Zuccarina, both got either cash recently, so I thought that was pretty handy form. She's had four starts, two wins and two seconds in her career, draws well again in barrier four, leaving Brendan plenty of options. So that's my couple of little plays there. I'm sure you love that Kabu and Zuccarina form. That's it, yeah, you know, two of the, the old bets. So, yeah, they always get me excited, those sort of those stats. But we'll move on to the race seven, the Group 2 Tramway, over 1,400. And it's headlined by the return of the gun, Zaki, who looks to make it back-to-back tramways. And he's about eighty now. Is that the way you're leaning? Yeah, but i got another little play as well, like, $1.80 is probably just a touch too short for me. I think that's going to win. So I've actually got Zaki to win. I've done the same race multi. I've got Zaki to win and Profondo top four. Ooh. Profondo ran well. I think it was in the group one the other week. Yeah, it was. The where wins. Fangirl won it. Yeah, and it's had a pretty tough run too, and it looked didn't look out of place. So I'm going Zaki to win. And then Profondo top four in my same race multi just to hopefully boost the odds up a bit because I, I think a dollar eighty five is just too short. Look, I think it'll win. I think another good multi might be Eduardo into Zaki, which is free money in my opinion. <laughs> Three money, eh? There we go. First same race multi of the potty. That's very interesting. Mate, might have to start a look. Might have to start looking at that more. But myself, I. Agree, Zaki probably wins, but short for me. So I'm going Profondo, your other pick. I said I thought it was a real good return in the Spring Stakes. It raced three wide, no cover. Still hit the line well for third, beating the one and a three-quarters length behind Animo, who's a star, and Fangirl, who could be a star. 
she's drawn be- or he's drawn beautifully in two to track the leaders and hopefully I think he'll be tr- maps to be just inside Zaki. So hopefully you can just track him, get him in the race. So I'm going 70 there. And I'm going to have a little something on. He's a bit of a wet track specialist, but Ice Bath. Track Profondo last start in the wing stakes. So he had a bit of cover there, but still three wide. Ended up finishing seventh, beaten 3.4. But that was first up. Now second up with no weight on the back. And as I mentioned, he loves the sting out of the ground. Six starts for a win and four placings on the soft. And eight starts for a win and five placings on a heavy. So he's wet track specialist. So they're my couple there. Hopefully again. Hopefully plenty of winners, but we'll wrap it up with the last little feature race we got going on. The Wait for Age, Group 2, Chelmsford, over 1,600. Chris Waller's won six of the last ten, and he's got five runners here, including the fave Shawfire. Is that the way you're going, or you got another direction? Yeah, I've gone a little bit on Shawfire. I was looking at Mwanga, but after the last start, I just couldn't, I couldn't touch it, to be honest, so... I've gone $70 on Shawfire. I think it's a quality horse with J-Mac on board. It's a last start winner too. It's won at this distance before, which is always pretty handy. It doesn't mind the wet either, so I'm not too phased how the weather goes with it. And I've gone $30 on number 14, Willie Pike on board, Beno. Beno. Richie, eh? Richie Beno. Yeah, so I've got $30 on that. It's... Race the other week. I think it was in the wink stakes as well. It wasn't too bad, but uh, hopefully this distance might might do it as well. And, yeah, hopefully that gets the win. But in all honesty, I think a favourite will be tough to beat here again, but I just didn't want to pack a favourite. The whole thing on a favourite. So I thought, you know what, I'll spice it up a bit. And, yeah, change back, it up, back Pikey. Mate, change it up a little bit. That's it. And then back Pikey with the, yeah, Richie Benet, So Mate, a little, if that gets up, there'll be a little bit of impersonation going around the pubs, I reckon. Two for 22. 100%. <laughs> but myself, uh, yeah, I wasn't too convinced on anyone in this field. And I know you've mentioned him. You said you weren't going to back him again. And I was on him as well. So I, I oh, this could come back to haunt me, but I'm on Mwanga again. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. Solid. <laughs> I know. He let me down last start in the winks. But I'm I'm gonna forgive the run. He got held up a touch. He was pretty plain after that. But Tommy Berry did say he lost momentum at a crucial stage. So I've gone fifty-eight there, and you're going why fifty-eight? It's for cause I'm going a forty-two box trifecta, which gives you 175%. So it was nice numbers instead of this sort of thirty-nine point ninety cents sort of bullshit. So I'm going fifty-eight Mwanga. Come on, don't let me down again. And I'm going to have a crack at the trifecta. I'm adding in Knight's Order, who should lead with little pressure. You're, and then your two. Beno, Richie, he hit the line strongly last start and went six. And then the fave, Shawfire, just dominant win last start. So that's my little couple plays there. So the numbers for the trifecta are 1, 3, 9, and 14. So hopefully big day. Big day of racing as we're getting into the spring well and truly now. Hopefully... Well, at the moment, I'm getting carried by Skiv. He is absolutely dominating the feature races, so hopefully I can pull my finger out, but we'll see. And move on. We're not going to bother with the multis. We're pressed with time, obviously doing a day before, so we'll move on. Best bets. Oh, go around the country. So my first one, Belmont Race 7, comes a time. First up win was brilliant in tough conditions, and going back to last prep, He's had seven runs and he's finished inside the top two in all seven. So absolutely flying that thing. Doombin, I'm going race four, never paid. Jockey commented he didn't like the firm track last start, but he still finished third. 
There's rain around up there in uh, Queensland, so should get the more preferred soft track. And at the minimum, I think he pushes forward under under the lightweight, sorry, and should be tough to run down. Also going race five at Dooman, gold deal, rail draw, leader, three kilo claimer, and he's second up off a solid half half length second. Morpetville, race six, spark up. I've got him as a, he's probably my value of the day. He's paying eight bucks, 260 the place. Struck interference last start in the group three, spring stakes. He was probably too far back anyway to figure, but he draws a nicer barrier here to be positive and and he'll probably still go back, but hopefully not too far back. About midfield, and hopefully he can storm over. Should run a top three, hopefully. Maybe even snaggle in for us there. Hawkesbury race four. Caradius. The two I liked in their race faced off last start. And why Father's Day did get the better of my boy. I think he can turn the tables. Rising from the mile to 2,000 after he produced the best last 600. And then bringing it home. Toowoomba Night Racing. Race five. Ravaged Award. Three placings on the trot and... Should have won a benchmark 64 last start at Sandown. Drawn wide, but two kilo claimer aboard and should take some beating. So they're my bets from around. What do you got, Skip? Digging the people um, out. I'll kick off in Mooney Valley first. Obviously, short price favourite. Mooney Valley, race four, Mr. Brightside. I think it's just too classy for that race. Um, race eight, Mooney Valley. Another sort of one that's pretty short. And it's best bet of the day for a few people I've seen. Uncle Brian. Yeah, that's and been then, pretty well back most places. Yeah, $2.30 now, so see what that can do. And then I've actually gone to the get-out-of-jail stakes in Randwick. Race 10, number 13, Wicklow. Quality Ooh. horse. It's a pretty good race, actually, that one. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that runs. Last start winner, then it come fourth, and then a first. So it's in pretty good form. Obviously, a bit worried about Niffler, but I think they'll be too good and get the job done. And I've also got one more in Morpherville, race eight, the big kahuna. It's what? meant to be flying at the moment, apparently. So I'll back that. It's paying about six bucks too. So yeah. It had a pretty tough run. It came second last start, had a spell, and then the, before that it was first. Um, it won at this distance. Oh no, it's placed at this distance, and it won at 1800 meters. And apparently, it was flying. So, we'll see what happens there. And yeah, that's pretty much about it from me. Nothing too major in those other races, but yeah, hopefully another good day of punting. I think it'd be a few favourites winning. Quality horses back, and yeah, hopefully get some decent weather to dry the track up a bit. 100%. And we've got to speak about him. I don't know if he has a tip this week, but PJ Merce. Didn't have a tip, then launches one, and it absolutely romped home. Born a king. Is the man backing it up or nothing for today? Look, nothing so far, but I think it's just one of those things you've just got to get on the socials and announce it. Game day. Like, <laughs> he doesn't like the bright lights does, of the potty. He does his best. Yeah, that's when he does his best work. He doesn't like sort of the early week. He wants to know. He looks at the form, you know, about Saturday morning, mid-morning, and then I'll send you one through. So <laughs> everyone, uh, make sure you get around the socials, and Mate. yeah, you'll be able to see the, the big man's tipped. Yeah, stay tuned. So look out Friday night, more likely Saturday morning for PJ Mercer's tip, and then I got to ask. He has he's messaged me privately as well, but UFC expert has he has he got anything for you at the moment, or should I ask him to provide it? Maybe put that up on the socials as well. Uh, no, nah, nothing so far. But yeah, wouldn't uh, he needs to 
probably get a bit better than uh, his last last crack. So, yeah. but interesting card with the two Aussies on board. So hopefully, a uh, title Vasa knockout would be good. Yeah, I'm I'm on title Vasa. Will you be getting up early? About I think seven o'clock start. Yeah, I'll definitely be up watching it. Father's Day too, so not much else happening. Just uh, watch that and then I think heading out for lunch or something and watch the Sharkies pump the Knights, hopefully. Yeah, and then watch the Cowboys beat the Sharks week one of the finals, eh? How good? <laughs> no, no, no chance. <laughs> oh, anyway, that finished up this week. Hope for the punters. Hope you boys back plenty of winners. And once again, hopefully we can lead you into a couple... It's not looking great for myself, so you're probably more chance of following the skip. But we'll see you next week. I don't know when this will be out. I might post it in Friday morning, on your way to work if you're listening, or Friday night as usual, but we'll see. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Gamble responsibly and back plenty of winners. You see you later.